All right, we're good. We're live. What's up, everybody? It's episode 99.1 of Stick and Rink Podcast. I think that's what we decided on, right? Yes. 99.1 today. All right, sweet. It is 99.1 in protest. We are standing up against the tyranny that is this attack against Stick and Ring Podcast, not allowing (laughs) us to have an in-person 100 episode. Um, I'm officially in my robe, in bed, just like a, a complete slob. If you guys saw me right now, you'd probably not even record with me. But I don't give a fuck because Bonnie's messing with our world, guys. Oh, harder, baby. Does it does it make a difference if I don't want to record with you to begin with? <laughs> Usually, yeah. Okay, but I can't do anything about it because we can't. I can't see in person to kick your shit in, so you, you got away with that. One. <laughs> Thank God! <laughs> Thank God I dodged that bullet. You know what I was thinking one. about, boys? <laughs> Elijah, as soon as you uh, as soon as you said ninety nine point one, I instantly thought, like, God, we sound like a radio station. Ninety nine point one, stick and rink. I'm sure there's some some radio station in Vancouver that has ninety nine point one. But I just think of like weenie in the butt, and I can take a guess at which one you guys are. But uh, oh, I just definitely weenie. He's the biggest weenie of the yeah. three of us. Look at him. <laughs> no, he's no, he's the butt dude. That guy's got the nicest dirt star in the game, dude. dude he's got Megan a fucking does love my look butt. at that. She says I got a nice butt. You hate to see, you, you hate to see Elijah come, but you love to see him walk away. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, shut up, dude. You're fucked. I have to mute that. We might have to start over because of that. No, we'll be fine. Yeah, out of everything that we've ever said in 99.1 episodes of this entire thing, that was probably the most offensive thing someone's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That, like, not even to me, to our listeners, dude. They're probably gagging in the mouth right now. Not even really, our imitation accent of the fair. Italians. That's not fit. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Or like that yeah. one time I I said that we should have merch that says uh was it Josh's kills no I <laughs> and then like three weeks okay, later right. Spinchickless just gets rat like just gets ragged on for having someone on yeah just because they apparently say kills all the time yeah we're getting fucked yeah we're gonna get uh, fucked can we can we actually uh can we actually edit that one out Ralph. What? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna hurt Josh's reputation. No, we're keeping uh, that in for sure. Fuck that, dude. No, let's let's just bleep that out. Come on, buddy. Put nah, it put it in the nah. dude. Put it, I I said that we should have merch that says uh, was it Josh's kills? I have this weird theory about like I have this weird theory about where that came from. Like where it came from, guys. Kills calling 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 girls kills. Like in terms of, like oh, sleeping God. with them. And Please it one hundred percent. It one hundred percent. No, this isn't a rude thing to say. I just think I think one hundred percent comes back to Call of Duty like why like how many times like growing up when we were kids you'd always talk like remember when you would ever talk cod in, in real life you'd be like yo man you dropped so many kills in that game or like whenever we talk search games we're like yeah i dropped this amount of kills and like even like girls just would not understand video game talk and and it's just it's like a well-known it's just like a running joke <laughs> oh, that guys try and like disguise what they're talking about when they talk about how many girls they've slept with so like People have heard so, notches on the belt. They've heard other things like that. And it's not just girls. It's, it's humans when they talk about like their body count. It's not. It's just lingo, dude. And the reason that guys start saying kills is because we, we're so obsessed with COD, dude. I could see that theory. I could right? also see it's just like a misogynistic kind of way to, you know, 
to mean women, but you know, anyway. Maybe. Um, okay, so let's move on from that. So, boys, we had some reverse retro jerseys come out. We did. And I'm not going to lie, guys, other than the Islanders, which literally looked like a fucking like 2000 word essay handed in like one minute before the deadline that was done in like an hour <laughs> and, and a half and the predators um, that too yeah the preds wasn't bad though i i like the i like the silver shoulders i, th- I thought that was a cool uniform anyway you don't want to talk um, about the troy one well okay to be fair though like i don't know what everyone's expecting from fucking detroit dude their logo has not changed since like 1912 <laughs> it's reverse like, retros it's like you want them to make something up dude that's all it's ever been Fair, but like, yeah, what, like right. I, I was reading some there, there's, big D. Somebody made a really good comment about it, saying that it just legitimately looks like a Detroit practice jersey, and that's all it is. Like the white with the silver stripes it, it, on the shirt, on the on the arms, on the sleeves. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. De- it definitely needed some work. But like the Islanders, dude, like I saw it. I'm like, is there like is there a difference? Like, is this just like <laughs> is, is this it? just like April Fools for the Islanders? Like they just fucking punked everyone in the NHL, and then they're gonna release like a better jersey, but they didn't. And I'm like, that's kind of disappointing because, like, you're the Islanders. Like, you're an up-and-coming team. Like, put some effort in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, these fuckers um, over on Long Island, dude, they're just disappointing us again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else is new? Fucking New Yorkers, dude. Two sports teams and one one. Dude, sucks. no, I think I know what it is. Their reverse retro is actually going to be them playing in their old arena where no one showed up. That's, like, oh. that's the reverse retro move. Oh, it's, oh, not it's not even a jersey. It's, it's Yeah, it's it's a... <laughs> It's, it's like the a entire New York Islanders experience. Yeah, just exactly. like no one show up to our games. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna put Garth Snow in that too, just for yeah, shits. dude. I mean, think. I mean, now that you mentioned that, when you look at the Panthers jersey, dude, like if we play during COVID and the Panthers play in the retro jerseys, they're gonna be like, oh wow, so this is what it was like ten years ago or now, pretty much. Like just empty arena, no one around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> Free jersey yeah. giveaway. No What's the that. difference again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got Holy staff. God. That's it. The, the the true throwback. Okay, so um, why don't you keep introing into what we're doing here? Yeah, so we're just gonna pick our top three favorite jerseys. I feel like there's not really a bad one other than the one that I just said. Yeah, like there's oh, wow. some like ugly ones I would say, like the Nashville one, but like it's still like creative. Yeah. So our okay. top three favorites. Um, fair, fair. Who wants to start? So whoever starts in this will go last in goats and woats, which we have coming at the end of the episode. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I like, you, that, like, I like, you that. like that little segue? You I like that. that. Like that was mention? Yeah. yeah, that was right. A little drop in there. That's perfect. Can I? You start? know, so, sometimes, boys, I just feel on. You know, and today's one of those days. Anyway, Raph, yeah. go ahead. Okay, I'm just gonna rifle off all three. Whoa! Okay. What? What? Oh no, no! What do you mean? No, I don't no. know, dude. Because what if no, you take? What if like all three of yours are picks that we have too? Then we're just like, yeah, Ralph took mine. Ralph yeah, took there mine. we go. What's but, wrong with us agreeing about sick jerseys? You think each of us is going to pick an individual jersey? Yes. No. Guaranteed. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's like a one in thirty. Why don't chance. Why don't me and Josh go first? And like, I don't know how to do this. Raffle, you can you can pick any random three. I'm pretty sure me and Josh will have different ones. But I, I bet you will have. Okay, so I can just rifle off us. my three? Sure. Uh, Vancouver. Oh, fucking shut up. Oh, look Whatever. at that. I really like the Vancouver jersey because I like the take on the early 2000 jersey because that was that like 2000, 2001 season. Just switched yeah. up the colors from the red and the blue to the green and the blue. Looks dope. Yeah, the red and blue was actually nasty. I was yeah. hoping they would bring that back. I, You know what? People, I'm trying to gauge like the overall 
opinion of it on Vancouver Twitter or just anywhere that people put their opinion. And I can't tell if people are upset at the gradient itself or just like the color combination of the gradient. I like both of them. I think it goes sick together. I think it looks yeah. great. Yeah. I think the colors actually look better than the old one. But I don't know. People people wanted a different logo for sure. They wanted like the gradient as well as like the stick and rink logo or <laughs> the fucking skate logo. I don't know. They're going people are people are asking for a bit much here, you know? Yeah, yeah that's fair. All right, Raph, what else you got? Uh, next one I like. I always like burgundy and white together, so I really like the Avalanche jerseys this year with the Nordique Fuck. logo on it. Oh, Fucking dude. clean. Oh Snagging <laughs> all of dogs. Okay. I'm gonna uh, actually. Okay, I'm gonna stop you there. No, wait. I got. I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. The last one I think you. I might get a little bit of flack for. Oh, you probably will. Uh, I really like the Blackhawks jersey. Okay. Oh, I think it's okay. really. I like the. I it's, like. It's I just like the color. Black common. and white. It's uh, it's black and red, but uh, oh. with like the white stripes on it. But I just like the simplicity right. behind it. I just think it looks clean. Respect, whereas, like, respect, whereas like the other t- the other two are a little bit more kind of they got a little bit more going on, especially with the Nordique one with like the fleur de lis around the bottom, and then the Vancouver one with the gradient. The okay. Chicago one's just like nice, plain, simple, clean. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna comment on a couple of them. So I think the going back to the whole Twitter thing with Vancouver. People say it looked like a Sprite can, which I do have to agree. Um, <laughs> Did you guys see John's comment? <laughs> no, what, no did he what, say? what What was it? Hold on, let me pull up the photo. It was, it was, it was basically a bunch of people talking about... Uh, oh, what, like, like what, what it symbolized? What yeah, what does the Sprite can symbolize? What does the Sprite can symbolize? And I was like, the wave represents our coast. Or, so I guess the gradient, gradient and the wave represent our coast. Uh, the lemon on the Sprite can symbolizes our bitterness over the 2011 season being canceled. And then one guy's like, yeah. get the can. And then somebody else comments, he's like, like, Hughes you- cock. <laughs> <laughs> I did dude, see you got that. an absolute pop can. Yeah. Pop. Imagine hearing that, dude. Just had a compliment. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. All right. Yeah, that's Josh, a good one. Any uh, thoughts on that one? But yeah, so, so Colorado, uh, Colorado, it's, it's clean jersey. It was one of my um i'm just trying to find it here yeah dude like i love i love the color combination of it like the burgundy the burgundy and white you're right um but i also like how like that literally looks like a fan created that jersey because the nordiques moved to colorado so like i feel like this is like a colorado fans like just kind of like fantasy jersey which is actually kind of cool yeah. like this is something you would make if you're playing like nhl ultimate team online yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, the Nordique, uh, logo has always been really cool and I love the Florida Lee just kind of around the waist. Um, what was your last one, Raph? Uh, the Black Chicago. Yeah. Honestly, not a whole lot of people are going to get mad at you for that one. I like the Hawks, dude. I mean, it kind of comes back down to like, it's an original six logo. It's not going to change that much. Um, but I do like red and black, no matter which way you spin it. Those are just two colors that will always go together. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I one, one of my contenders that I had was the, uh, what's it called? The Anaheim jersey. Yeah, the yeah. Ducks one is pretty dope. It is nice. Um, the Ducks okay, were like one of the most fortunate people because they had a, like a good couple logos to play with. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like good color scheme, everything. Um, okay, so E, do you want to go next or do you want me to? Uh, you go ahead. Okay. I've got some pretty unique um, ones, so I'm not worried. So the first one, it's gotta be, the, it's gotta be the flames, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> black, like black, 
Blasty, dude. Bring back Blasty. Make Blasty great again. Uh, this jersey <laughs> is I, I I love this jersey, dude. Like the the horse, the it symbolizes the stampede. Like if I go to the stampede next year, barring COVID isn't a thing anymore, I'm easily wearing like a Blasty jersey to the peed. Like you have to. Um, very much like uh, Chicago, it's black and red. Uh, will always go together. I also like the yellow in there. Kind of reminds me of like a German flag, black, red, and uh, black, red, and yellow. Uh, but I think this jersey, from what I was reading on like Calgary's Twitter and just from Calgary fans, is I didn't actually know this. This was actually like this jersey was highly critiqued being brought back because it kind of symbolized a dark time of the organization. I think they it was in between 1998 and 2004. Back when Calgary was not a good team, like at all, up until the 2004 season. And then they scrapped it, and then that was it. Um, but up until that season, like, dude, Calgary was a doormat team. Um, so, but I like it. I'm down with it. Uh, do you, you see all the flack yeah. that they got for uh, people on Twitter saying that it looks like they copied Vancouver's old jerseys? Yeah, because it's literally black and red. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, oh my God, we had oh. it in 98. Um, people, people, yeah, the Calgary people. Canucks, dude. Um, Just continues. Then, yeah, second one, second one, Colorado. Already touched on that, so I'm not going to touch on it again. My last one, boys, the Capitals. I love oh, you, motherfucker. Did I take it? Let's yeah. go. I love wow. that one. A little, dude. The fucking the the. There's two things I think of when it. No, sorry, you go ahead. You fuck go ahead. I'll let you have the stage. I just, I just, it reminds me like that jersey really brings back like Alex Ovechkin with the tinted visor, just like yep. scoring nasty goals. Fuck, dude. That's like, literally what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, and I was gonna like, say I, that goal where he fell on the, against the Coyotes where he fell on his back. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But you know what it is, though, is it's the traditional colors of the USA, man. Red, white, and blue, you know, in the capital city. Makes sense. Uh, The Screaming Eagle is just, it's so clean, dude. Like, that's America. That's what that jersey is. It's America. America. Um, I used to to live, uh, like, where my, this was like, I was such a young kid. I must have been like seven, eight years old, where my grandpa used to live on my dad's side. He just lived in, like, the basement of a house or something like that. And yeah. I always remember which house it was because on the garage was like in the, in the windows of the garage were pictures of the screaming Eagle. And I always thought I was like, that looks fucking sick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and it's, I could it's a sick that house concept. Away. Yeah. Um, okay. Before you move on the, the other, the other players that reminded me of though, a little Olaf Kolzig and Peter Bondra. Oh, I just, baby. right. When I see that screaming and, Eagle, that's what I thought of all the time. And, and Adam Oates. Yeah. It was yeah. sick. Um. Okay, my honorable. Actually, no. I have two more honorable mentions, but I don't want to say those in case those are actually part of your top three. So, Elijah, you go okay. Ahead. Sweet. Uh, absolute top one. Uh, I wrestled with this one, and it's uh, it's gonna be the Kings. Uh, the LA yeah. Kings, the fucking that was my honorable mention. Is sick. Yeah, <laughs> it looks nice. Uh, and it just brings back some good old memories of the of the old school Kings. I was gonna say it was between that. And the Coyotes, because like I just think the purple looks sick on a jersey. But I guess the history of the Kings kind of wins the battle in that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I like, did. Have when you Gallag- look at when you look at LA, you think of like that jersey. You think of like Luke Robitaille. Yeah, like that, yep. like that team. Absolutely, I did have Calgary written down as well. Yeah, uh, but I'll move on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the New Jersey Devils. 
Because yeah. I, love, I love yeah. the green and red because it reminds me of yeah. fucking David Putty from Seinfeld. We're the devils. <laughs> the devils. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like, why is it green? What was the reason behind that? Is that because they're the no garden idea. state? I think it's because they're the there garden you go. state. So you're um, you're an intelligent man. You can figure these out. Yeah. I would, but, I would say if you if you anyone listening to this has time and they don't understand what I'm saying, just literally Google david putty devils and the first <laughs> picture you see will just the it should make you shit your pants all right if not that's on you my last pick is going to be the tampa <laughs> bay lightning dude uh, i yeah honestly it looks like christmas why what do you the, mean why why did the tampa bay one yeah what do you mean why well because they beat calgary and like early 2000s and that yeah that's like PTSD such, for me fuck yeah dude, that's <laughs> a memory right there boys uh whoever thought that fucking comic sans ms was gonna make a reappearance in their lives but there it is on the fucking cover of a of a jersey it might not actually be that i can't really tell my picture is quite small but it does look like it's a it's a dope logo and and the, the colors they use nowadays i think are cleaner the blue and white as opposed to like the gray and black was it they used yeah i think it's white blue white white and blue and black that's what they use now but like when they actually had that logo back in that cup final i think it was yeah it was like, it was like a yeah it was like a light gray yeah so i don't know i, I love those jerseys i think they look clean that's, dude i'm uh, looking i'm looking at the detroit one right now it literally looks like someone just copied and pasted the detroit logo on a white jersey and just said yep that'll do boys and like, here you go, Steve Eisman. Send that to the printers and smoke it. Like, you know, like it's just like, I don't know. It's one of those things. <laughs> can we? Can we? Uh, as a as a podcast, unanimously agree that this like this retro jersey idea is actually like a sick concept. It is, but how the fuck does Vegas fit into that? They shouldn't have been allowed to participate, dude. You're actually irrelevant. You're an expansion <laughs> you're, team. Like, so, we get you're it. So you're trying. <laughs> you're trying to reflect on like what two years ago when you made it to the Cup final. Like, fucking chill out, dude. Like, dude, you're fine. Nobody, <laughs> nobody brought up the Montreal one, hey? I like the dude again. The red, white, and blue man. It's yeah. a sick color concept. It looks good. I it looks really it. good. Yeah. yeah. And the the Lady Liberty of uh, the the red the Rangers, I don't mind. Yeah, that's Dude, also a nice you, one. Do you know I what? I don't that like one the Kachino with the uh, with the purple instead of the green. Yeah, really? I still yeah. I, I like the original Kachina better. Like that one okay. was an interesting one, but dude, like the traditional green, like I there's when I when I see these jerseys, I think of like certain hockey players. Like when I think of New, the New York Rangers one, I think of Bobby Holik with that nasty between the legs <laughs> shootout goal. Yeah, and like wasn't that nobody Merrick has Malik? Ever heard, Merrick Malik, that's it, not Bobby. Yeah, Merrick. Um, he was in that jersey. Like it was just one of those things. When I think of like Columbus's dude, like that's like Rick Nash when he was a rookie. You know, yeah. like you know Pittsburgh is Mario Lemieux. Washington is Obi in his younger years. Fucking Tampa Bay Lightning is Dave Anderchuk raising the cup. Like there's just so many memories with certain things. Um, but the one honorable mention I will say. Dude, the Minnesota one, man. The tribute to the fucking North Stars. That is a clean yeah. jersey. I love Hell it. Oh, yeah. I do, too. For yeah. the longest time, I didn't actually see, like, in the Minnesota Wild logo, like, that they had details. A bear. Of, like, they have a bear in there? Yeah, dude. It's the face. Well, no, that's weird, because that's what I always saw. Oh, like really? I always, oh, I, I always, always saw, saw like trees. the animal. I always saw the animal, and I never saw the trees. And like, the, is that a, is that supposed to be the sun? 
Yeah, the tree's the sun and the star. Dude, that's yeah. so funny you say that because I was the opposite way. Someone's like, there's a bear in there. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, there's not a bear in there. Yeah. And then I look at like the overarching like logo and I'm like, motherfucker, there's a bear in there. Like, yeah. who would have thought? I remember who this came thought? up at some point. This conversation came up in the during the season too. And I was trying to, it was weird when someone told me there was a bear in there and like I didn't understand that was already what I was looking at. So I spent a long time trying to find another bear. But I mean, it, it's that's what I always. I think their old <coughs> logo made it more obvious that it was an animal. Yeah, yeah. And totally. so that was, that was easy, but it's it is a sharp look. I agree. So I think these jerseys. I, I might be wrong in this, boys, but I think these jerseys are going to be worn in rivalry games. I think that's the like that's kind of like the goal with these. So like when Montreal and like Ottawa play, or Montreal and Toronto play, like these jerseys are going to be worn, which I think is sick. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it, it is it is a a home run swing in terms of like how even though it's a small kind of thing that the league's doing, every intention they have with it, I think it's a home run swing. Yeah, did a very for good sure. job. So if you guys uh, could get one jersey, or actually, Raph, you may not be able to answer this question, Elijah. If you could get one jersey with a name on the back, who would you get? Current mm, player. Mm, mm, I don't know. Am I fucked? <laughs> Am I fucked if I do a little Ottawa Zdeno Charge jersey? That be hey, dude, that looks <laughs> nice. Like funny. A, or like a Jason Spetzer, like a Daniel Alfredson. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, you you caught me on, on my uh, on my heels on that one. I'm not sure what I would do. Okay, I'm, okay. I would probably go. What we talked about earlier, maybe a little capital, a little capital yeah. action. Whoa, Vatican. Yeah, dude. I think I would probably get like a, you know, look nasty, dude. Is like a Craig Conroy Flames jersey. Yes, yeah. dude. That's a That'd throwback be nice. right there. Yeah, Damon Lankow. Throw that on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that fucking buster. Marty Saint or Marty Saint Louis, and then we traded him before he actually played for the Flames. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. What was that defenseman's name? Robin Regeer. Oh, I love Regeer, dude. I yeah. lived him. Yeah, Rick Gear was gross. Or Oli Saprikin. He was pretty nasty. Oh, yeah. Um, What's up, everybody? This is Brendan. This is Taylor. And we are Straight Up Sabres, covering the Buffalo Sabres for the Hockey Podcast Network. That's right. You can hear us every Monday and Thursday on Hockey Podcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Straight Sabres or follow us on Facebook at Straight Up Sabres. We are very excited to bring you all of the latest coverage of what is surprisingly seeming to be a pretty exciting Sabres season ahead. That's right. The Rasmus Ristolainen breakout season is here. You can only hear it every Monday and Thursday, a Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so let's move on. Um, what do we have next? I went to the driving range. That's what we have next, boys. That's right. How'd that go for you? I saw your I, I saw your golf clubs in a Snapchat, and I got pissed because I thought you were going. I thought you were playing around, dude. Hell no, it was windy. It, honestly, like I was kind of fucking cold yesterday at the range, and I'm glad that I was actually hitting well, um, because like, dude, like my drives, my drives were money. Uh, my irons were decent. My three wood off the deck definitely needed some work, uh, but off the tee it was gross. Um, but I think this is the one thing about golf that I always worry about, especially in the winter. And I'm kind of worried about this for hockey right now. Is like if I don't do something or I don't practice something that I'm not necessarily that good at for like a long period of time, I kind of like forget how to do it or like I yeah. become bad. And like golf, like I usually stop in like September, October. I stopped in like second week of September, dude. Like it was like, like it was early. Um, 
and I went yesterday and like the irons were coming out clean. The, like my drives were good. Like everything was sick. So, um, overall I'd probably give it like an eight out of 10 yesterday. Like, I think I could still play a confident round of golf if it was nice outside. So it was good. That, that, um, that overarching point that you talked about, like the, the rest versus rust kind of thing, but like yep. just in long-term things or long-term concept and, and sports you're learning and, and getting better at. Mm-hmm. That is, I think that's very true for golf because golf, like you said, usually has a very big hiatus, like a good, like five months in between playing. Totally. And like if, and it's, it's almost true for every golfer where like you start to improve through July, August and September. And yeah. you like, mo- most people are playing their best golf in August, September. And so yeah. it is, it is hard to, to kind of go back to that that March April golf when you're like oh shit like I remember being so much better in, in those months but but the, the I would say the thing like you guys you noticed that when you guys played hockey the other when we last played together was I was trying to tell you guys when you take a week off it actually kind of helps like I don't know what it is if you go on the ice every day when you're learning how to skate and you like you said every day you practice like you only mm-hmm. learn so much and then suddenly if you take a week off for some reason it just like instills in your mind a little bit and then you go out there and you're actually really good I have no yeah. idea. Maybe it's just mu- like your muscles get a rest literally and they're mm-hmm. a bit more healthy. But yeah. I think for golf, like if you go to the range every week or every other week, I don't know, or even if you just do it four times a month, I could imagine you'd keep most of your skill there. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe do a little polar bear round, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> out in the snow with some neon golf balls. Yeah. Why not? Um, <laughs> out with the sand. Um, okay. <laughs> so, we're going to touch on this topic for one final time. And I really hope that you come through for me, Elijah. I'm not even like getting, I think we're, I think we're going to do. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah. We're going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to keep it here, dude. We're going to attack you for a little bit. Um, and I really hope you pay this guy. So last episode, we said <laughs> the number one fan, Shane, your boy SV. Was it S is it? What is it? What's his Twitter handle? Your boy, uh, I don't know what his hand, but Something Shane like that, Van yeah. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Shane Van Nice, number one fan. We love you, buddy. Um, he, we said that he was going to be the deciding factor of the Elijah and Raf feud over whether or not Elijah lost his car keys a few weeks ago. Let the record show that was after I challenged Raf to a fight for it, and he declined. Yeah, but let okay. the record show. Let the record show. Sure. Now, just in case Elijah decided to get smart, I actually screenshotted the tweets that Shane actually sent out that declared Raph the winner. Um, so, Raph, congrats. I think everyone except Elijah kind of knew you won this bet two weeks ago. Thank you. Thank but, you. I will take my bow. Yeah, t- <laughs> take your bow. Take your final curtain call. Um, Elijah, are you going to pay the guy finally? Like, dude, like you lost. Like You've appealed to everyone. We went to arbitration. Uh, yeah. We went to, like, we got the lawyers involved. Like, are you going to pay this guy? The Supreme Court justice is still always saying this, I would say. But honestly, if uh, I think the official statement from the Elijah camp is still being typed up as we speak, but like the unofficial kind of leaked through the tabloids message is that, you know, he doesn't really believe the results. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I think. I think eventually the resolution will come to whatever it is. I think some pain will be felt by each side. I. Th- I think it's a. It's a sacrifice. Sacrifices are made on both sides, and 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 pain and injury are felt by both parties. And in the end, both people come out worse for wear. If you know what I mean. 
Is is it is it a money thing? Uh, I'm sorry. What is it? Is it a money thing? Like you just don't want to give me the money, or is it just like you you don't want me to be right? That's a very direct question. I, I'd like to speak in uh, absolutely, and I'd like in, a very direct answer if you could uh, help me help me so, facilitate that. Rap. So, it's like you're talking to Fox News right now, dude. You're not going to get a direct <laughs> answer. It's like I'm talking so, to fucking Forrest Gump after he hit his head a few more times. Okay, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> the thing about the money is that COVID is just, you know, COVID's rampant right now. And if we don't get COVID under control, we're going to have a really big issue as a country. I think we really need to focus on that right now. Um, so where does, the, where does the money do come into best? play? Uh, no, sorry. I thought we were talking about COVID. No, no, we're talking about money. <laughs> I don't think money has a big part to play in the in the recovery of COVID, but I think if that's your play on it, it could right, go so, wait, that so, way. so what about our bet? Uh, I, I just think that, that like, it, just where the world is right now, like, if we focus our energy on the bet right now, like I said, both parties may come up worse for wear. I'm kind of looking for an amicable result for both parties involved. Okay. Um, you know what's going to so, happen, Josh? You know what's going to happen? This, what? this sleazeball is going to give me you know $100 what? for my birthday. He's gonna be like, "Happy birthday, buddy! I told you I'd get you my. Mo- I told you, I told you I'd get you your money." I'm gonna be sitting there like, "Fuck you, dude!" Oh my god! You know what I could? One thing I could get behind, yeah, is if we brought if we brought Renata on the podcast, and Who? we my mom uh, Raffle, Raffles Raffles, oh. and we struck a deal. I I think her pierogies are worth a hundred dollars. Just saying. I'm not giving you anything. Are you fucking joking me? Not even like a not even like a little small pack of pierogies. No, but I'll Snapchat you a fucking photo of me flipping you off if you want. That that will not go for a lot of money. No, okay. We're about money early, earlier. Okay, I have an idea. I have we an could, idea. Why right. are we still? Why are we still trying to figure this out? We both know if the situation was reversed, you this guy, paid the guy, I would have paid the guy, and this if I wouldn't have, this guy would have been on my ass every single day. I would not get any sleep over it. Raph, Raph, you would have been canceled by now, dude. Brother, this just goes That's to show that person. I am the better person. Raffle, I'm gonna Yikes. give you I'm gonna give you a tip and it's gonna go a long way. Is it a hundred dollar um, tip in my bank account, like in the next ten minutes? It's <laughs> if I and I will I will this is an official statement from the Elijah camp, but if payment is ever made, it will not be via transfer. That will not be. Why? That that's I just refuse to do that. And then I refuse to accept that. Uh, Except uh, you, except nickels. Okay, you cross one off of each of our lists. That's fair. Okay, I refuse to pay you in anything but zwolte and grosche. I already told you about this. If you do this, you're just going to waste more money, which you're already reluctant to pay me with. But that's proving a point. I might have to do that. Then do it. As and long then as you so, take as, me to Poland. As no. Honestly, the longer you keep this going, the less I want to take you to Poland. Oh, I was getting back. I was getting back to my my tip for you, and it was it's another Seinfeld reference. Is Serenity Now? Honestly, <laughs> Serenity Ser- Now. <laughs> Serenity Now. Insanity Later. That's Elijah. That's all it is. I don't care for any of your Baba Booey bullshit. Just give me my fucking <laughs> give me my money. <laughs> all right, and moving on. Uh, Bonnie Henry recently regarded that uh there was an argument about x filling and zombies as well this one's for the girls out there <laughs> so this was this was a recent argument in the in the friend circle of all of us right now uh being that the new call of duty is out and zombies is back on the forefront of wasting like not even realizing that wait, wait 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 wait, wait. An hour and a Hold half on, i have a quick question what for you fuck i have a quick question for you are you now trying to shift the conversation to a realm where you feel more confident arguing because you feel like you have a better 
uh, no, handle, we can move handle on, on, handle on win, winning the argument. Is that what you're trying to do here? No, that was next like on the. To, I feel like you're just trying to salvage your your dignity here. That was next on the on the docket. Okay. Yeah, Josh. Wait, so Josh did we cracks, put the? Are you cracking the last white claw on the flat? No, that's that me. wasn't me, dude. That's me. Uh, nice. Have you? Uh, so have we put the bed to rest? That's my real question. I yeah, I, I feel like we have. So you've officially so, admitted that I won. <laughs> and I, I thought we put it to rest. I don't know. I, I just thought we put it. To wait, rest. I thought, I thought, wait, Raph. He Raph, put it I to rest. Look something? at him. Look at him. What? Can I ask you something? Yeah. No, you may not get your hundred bucks. Oh. I just feel like Elisha's just not going to pay you. Yeah, and that's just the way that she goes. I have things I would life. put this hundred dollars to. I would be. I would put them towards something I want. Something nice. Hundred percent. But let me ask you this. I feel like you might, like Elijah would say no, but would you take Elijah saying to all of our listeners that Raph, in this particular situation, you are right. Would you take that, him saying that to you on the pod over the hundred bucks? No, not over the hundred dollars. Maybe if he does it, if he does it, (laughs) I will give him a discounted rate on the hundred dollars, but... Since he's not going to do either of those, I feel like we inflate the cost of the bet. I um, I just want to say, folks, that's art of the deal right there. That's how you negotiate when you have no standing whatsoever. We've already negotiated um, multiple times. Yeah. You, but, I won uh, the bet, that, then that you said, we'll leave it up deal. to the podcast. And then we had people in the podcast write in, tell me that I was right. And then uh, you said, we'll leave it up to Shane. So he also told us that I was right. So we've already negotiated yeah, twice you know over. What? Now you're I've trying been, to negotiate a, a third time when you've already lost I've, three times. I've been a little sus on shane lately honestly his maneuvers on social media i've just been a little sus on shane I've been, so even in the after he, why was he your network, go-to why was he your go-to just like he's old he is the representative for this podcast and please security can we escort can we escort this man he's clearly not part of part of sticking ring rally very reminiscent of biden and trump arguing yeah, um, you, you being biting because you're completely fucking senile. Shane, Shane has Shane has um fucking raffle coming out closet Trump supporter there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Shane is Shane is old reliable in this box. He has more time put in sticker ring than any of us combined. So I thought <laughs> I I'm more now now seeing his reply. I'm more worried about the safety of Shane. If there's anything going on, Shane, feel free to message me on my personal Twitter account. I can help you. Uh, I can donate to the cause. I'm very easy with my money. If you need me to send money, just let me know. Hundred bucks usually. <laughs> I can, I can e transfer it if that's easier. Elijah, like I said before, I have no problem withholding <laughs> podcast episodes. That's that's big time, dude. Yeah. Should man. we move on to Xville? I mean, if you'd like to, but first, I'd like my hundred dollars. Josh, would you would you like to intro us into this segment here? <laughs> yeah, sure, dude. So I just learned about what this was actually like. I don't know, forty five minutes ago. Uh, about what it was so i'm not really gonna touch on it too much but uh it's basically when you're playing zombies you have one or two options you can play traditional zombies which is you pretty much go until you're dead josh what is zombies uh, no pretty much at all you just you go yeah yeah and what, you just go for our listeners uh, what is zombies for those who don't know zombies is literally just a game mode where zombies come and attack you and they're brought in waves so waves one through basically infinity you have certain guns that you can upgrade and do all that you run around you avoid them 
and then if they kill you and your team, you are dead and the game is over. But as you get into deeper rounds, more zombies start coming, they start running faster, and the game becomes more difficult uh, as you get deeper into rounds. Like, pretty much, like, a like a pretty hard round, I would say, starts to begin at what, boys? Like, 24, 23? Six is um, pretty hard. Six, Alleged didn't stay alive past 15. <laughs> okay, so um, let's just say 15. Either way, the, the root of the argument, or the root of the conversation comes down to the new feature in this game is that Every, is it every five levels? No, yeah, so well, kind of, yeah. So Still? starting at starting at once you complete wave ten, uh, you have the option to exfil, which is basically safely leave the game with your team, which will grant you like bonuses and experience and items to, like level up and whatnot. But it happens once every five waves. So t- uh, wave eleven, wave sixteen, twenty one, so on and so forth. Yeah, so you have to complete wave 10, 15, 20, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so once you leave the game, that's it. Like, it's done. You get, there is a bonus. I think you get better rewards or whatever, better better unlocks from your round. Maybe more experience. Not sure. But the game's over. Like, you didn't die. You didn't lose. You are officially exfiltrated from the the zone. And it's done. As opposed to traditional route where you go as many rounds as you can until you guys can't survive anymore, and that's that's it. Yeah, that's done. Now, raffle raffle is of the viewpoint that X filling is harder, which I, I guess is is which one is which one is opinionated? Is it subjective or objective? I don't know. I'm ESL, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, which. <laughs> Fuck me! I got. Can you? I can you? Can you explain that? I would never know. Can you? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck off! Do you want me uh, to subjective. It? Subjective okay. is is opinionated. Subjective is opinionated. So okay. raffle, raffle. The sub the the subjective point of view is that it's harder. That's hard to argue. Whatever. But like you, you firmly believe that X filling at at wave twenty six essentially is better than dying at wave twenty nine. Yes. I disagree. The reason can I can we clarify real quick? Do you think that X filling at at level twenty one is better than twenty eight? No. Okay, so it's it's relative to the that group of five waves. Yes. Okay. What about twenty nine? Twenty nine is still worse than twenty six. Yes. Thirty. Yes. Wow, dude, that's yeah. intense. I don't so know the reason being is because when you play this game, like. So every previous game of this has been designed so that it's just you stay alive as long as you can. Sometimes they'll give you objectives and things you can do to kind of spice things up a little bit, but there was never an escape. <clears throat> now in this game, they added an exfil option. At least I don't think there was an exfil option previously, but like they added an escape that you can do. And when people play this game for long enough, you kind of you learn like strategies to survive endlessly, right? Like you can keep upgrading your weapons you can just keep running so the zombies eventually all follow you in one long like conga line congo line and you just turn around <laughs> and you shoot them all you know what i mean where it's totally. like when you have to exfil it's like you're on this one portion of the map you now have to run to the almost the opposite side of the map uh and defend an area while a helicopter tries to land which makes it like you can't run a train because then there's going to be zombies in the zone. You have to clear them all out. And if you don't, then the helicopter gets shot down. Or if someone gets knocked down, then you also lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's more circumstances which make it more difficult. 
than just trying to stay alive and just continuously running in circles and having zombies chase you. So because any, anybody, anybody can do that. Like you don't have to be good at the thing to just run around in a circle and survive. So good comparison here to the sports world. This I feel like this is the same argument for some people saying like hockey should end in like continuous overtime or it should end on like a definitive like shootout or things like that. Or I feel like it's almost like ending in a tie in a sense. Um, but I, what one thing I will compromise on is that two things. Zombies take way too fucking long. That was that like an hour and a half round we played last night. It was almost two and a half. It was a two and a half hour fucking round. Yeah, and you were dead for like an hour and a half. See, so I I'm I'm mad at that because I didn't know that going in, and I looked at the time when we said we would go do it, and it was like twelve thirty. No, it was like eleven thirty when we said we'd go do it. Yeah, we finished at ten and in the morning. I yeah, it was eleven thirty when we decided to go do it, and I was like, dude, this is great. I like still I'm gonna go to bed at a good time. I'm a good employee. I'm gonna wake up on time. By the time this fucking game's over, it's 2 a.m. Yeah. That's some bullshit. That that sucked. So I already don't like that. That's a point for Xville because it ends earlier. Um, I will my my other compromise, which is a juicy one, is that I'm willing to say that X filling is more fun than doing it the other way. I don't think it's harder. Well, I won't go there. You haven't even tried to X fill yet, though. I know, but I, I just it, just in theory, like in theory of of like the the two definitions, it just makes it doesn't make sense to me. It can't. It's more fun and more difficult. I think more fun for sure. Fun. I think it's funner. I think we'll go with it's funner. Um, I don't. I don't think we can go with more difficult though, because you'll just never know. What do you mean? Because, you'll just never because know. like, because like we said, like the the conversation comes down to like level thirty versus level twenty six. That's a bit debatable. But how do you know you wouldn't have made it to thirty four? Well, what we can do in this kind of situation is, Elijah, why don't we do this? Why don't you try exfilling at level 10, see how that goes over when you have your first, or level 11, when you first have your opportunity to do so, and then why don't you just try surviving wave 11? And then you can test it. You can get the same guns off the walls. That's your control. Okay. And then you can just try to do both. That's that's very rational thinking. Thank you. Some would say that was a curveball from Ralph. I'm not used to that one. I am the rational one. Uh, Josh, where do you side on this, buddy? Honestly, you guys are a bunch of fucking nerds. Uh, <laughs> I have played zombies. I'm not really a fan. I always die because I'm I'm just bad at Call of Duty, but I love playing it with the boys. I'm just a good locker room presence. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just to kind of make Elijah a little bit more mad, we'll just go with X-Fail. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That seems to be the overarching theme. Yeah, Great, greatness. Greatness makes people mad. It's just the way it is, and it, yeah. it, it challenges people to go against the status quo. That's what greatness does. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Um, should we move on? I had this one little topic. I don't think Josh. I don't think either of you guys are able to contribute too much to the NBA side of this. Wait, but... what's the what's the conclusion then on Exfil? Well, I think we you, had you, our conclusion. You keep doing all these well, bits here, but we don't. We don't know. We never have a conclusion for each and every single one of them. Well, it's all. It's pretty much always agree to disagree. We live in 2020. No one ever agrees oh with God. each other. I hate you. What do you want me to do? You want me to like compromise? Do you agree with me? Well, no, I'm just saying like what's our conclusion that we've come to? Cuz the way that you've 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 written the question is exfil or no as if it's a question with an answer and you haven't given an answer yet. Well, I'm still no. Okay, and I'm still exfil. In terms of inst- yeah, see that's what I mean. That's conclusion. Okay, yeah, cool. So we have a conclusion. Yeah. Thank you. All right, we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next topic, NBA <laughs> trades versus NHL trades. I just wanted to point this out because 
every fucking year it blows my mind the way NBA teams make trades versus NHL trades because NBA is on like the they're on like the far left like communist when it comes to trades. They're like fuck it, we'll do wild shit. And then the NBA is like far right in terms of like they just will not do anything. Like they're like super conservative with all their picks. I didn't mean fascist. I mean like they're very protective of their picks. Right. Um, Thank you for making that clear. Yes, no problem. Uh, so in the NBA yesterday, there was a trade between the Milwaukee Bucks and the New Orleans Pelicans. They basically traded point guards, Milwaukee getting the better point guard, and then uh, New Orleans getting the second, the 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 least better point guard out of the two, and also just like a couple add-on players, a couple depth players, and then going the other way. In addition to the be- the best player in the trade, or sorry, going the opposite way of the best player of the trade was three first-round picks. Like three of them. What the fuck? This guy, Drew Holiday, is no by no means like he's not even an all star. He's he's just like a good. He's a great defensive point guard. He's he can shoot. I guess like he's just as he's just as offense maybe a little bit more offensively talented than Aaron Bledsoe, but he's not by any means a game breaker. Whereas so in in the NBA, you've had year after year of teams like the Anthony Davis trade. They also the, the Lakers traded three first round picks, and then you go to the NHL where like. Dude, for Taylor Hall, people wouldn't even fess up one first-round pick. And this guy's like a bona fide first-line player. Like, he's scored 40 goals in his life. Like, it's crazy. Just blows my mind. Well, could you imagine an NHL where people were like, yeah, Alex Petrangelo, deadline deal. I'll throw two first-round picks at you. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing is, though, that that you do have to remember is that the NBA, like, they have no cap. and you know, so getting rid of players and making their team a little bit more appealing and signing big names is doable for the NBA, right? Like, they, like, yeah. it, it's like draft picks, like, dude, like these guys that come out of college, like, they're not like instant impact players unless they're like top five. Like, when you think, like, even like Zion, yeah. Zion had a good year. Like, he, he's great. He got hurt, but he yeah. had a good year. But like, Dude, like people were like saying this guy's like the next LeBron James and shit. Like that, it, it's just not the case. So, and the NBA is a league where you can create super teams and you can guarantee that like they're going to get those picks back. Like, so did Milwaukee get three first round picks? No, they got they- the best player in the trade and they gave th- three first round picks and a depth player away for Drew Holiday. So I'm just going to speak on this trade specifically because it um, it kind of re- like I think it's not necessarily a coincidence that they traded away three first round picks. I yeah. think Giannis is out of there, dude. I think they're going to get those picks back in a heartbeat. They'll probably get four first round picks for Giannis. So you think they're trading Giannis? Oh, dude, hundred percent. You're not you're not going to convince that guy to stay, dude. Okay, Milwaukee well, I, I yeah. Up. I think you had a good case before they made this trade. This trade shows the world that they're trying to go all in to win a championship this year. Mm-hmm. And like without talking too much NBA, it's just the side note, the Pelicans now have seven first round picks, I think, in the next oh sorry, seven teams other they've gotten seven first round picks from two other teams in the past three years. So basically That's fucking have, insane. So basically what you're saying is over the next like seven years, they they have at least fourteen first round picks. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. over the ne- I think over the next three years they'll have at least twelve. 
if they don't trade any away. <laughs> so, I, like, fucking banana lands, dude. Um, I will say also, the NHL has gotten very boring with the way they trade because the GMs are actually, like, just insanely smart and working around the whole cap they have to. You made yeah. some very good points, though, because you're right. When you, when you don't have a cap, like, it doesn't really matter. You don't need to have players on rookie contracts because you can just pay people a lot of money. The yeah. NHL is important like that. You need to have rookie contracts on your team to make it work. Yeah. Um, the other point, though, I think is that there are impact players in the NBA draft that come out right out of college. Like the, the Boston Celtics strategy, when they traded away Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and they got four first rounders from the Nets, that's what their team is now. That's why they have their team. Yeah, true. The whole Jalen Brown, um, Jason Tatum, that kind of thing. Like that's how they got these guys. Yeah. Um, so I think it's totally. It goes both ways. I just think it's it was it was a silly trade on the on the Bucks side of things, in my opinion. And you you might be right as well the the Giannis thing. But I would just love if the NHL could get back to a place where we're handing out dumb contracts to Louis Erickson and and just fucking trading like a first, second, and a third for like a, a an iffy player at best. Those I mean, were the days, man. Yeah, I mean it's always <clears throat> it's always one of those things with the NHL where I think you know. Who would be like, okay, let's hypothetically say we were like baseball where there's no cap and it's strictly payroll yeah. and there's no luxury tax. It's like if you're just a rich team, you're a rich team. Which team is the richest? Like, is it Toronto? Like, it must be. They're the most valued franchise yeah. in the NHL, are they not? Like, I, I think it would have to be Toronto. I think they're the only team that's actually evaluated at a billion dollars. That's the only NHL team. Yeah, you might be right. Um, and I think the Rangers are are close behind them. But the Rangers, I think the Blackhawks are up there too. Yeah, I could see the Blackhawks. I mean, Detroit wouldn't be, even though they're an original six. Yeah, they're. Yeah, I don't think they're a very rich franchise. Uh, but it's yeah, interesting. Anyway, no, I agree with you though. It, it's it's weird to me, but I think I think the one thing that I will say with the NBA where they lack in trades. They make up for in free agency, like the con. Like holy shit, dude! Like the free agent frenzy in the NBA is nuts. Like it's bananas down there. Yeah, well, the t- players have no loyalty whatsoever, man. They have nothing. Yeah, they go. They go to a team. What? But that's the thing. I. I mean, like, I want. Like, I feel like they do have loyalty, but not necessarily to the team that drafted them. But I think more so, like, to the history of another. Like, LeBron wants to go to the Lakers because why wouldn't you as LeBron? Kobe played there. You know, Matt played there. Kareem played there. Like, Shaq. All the greats have went to the Lakers. Um, I see see what you're saying. But what I would say, I would say LeBron is is actually like a, he's an interesting figure in this conversation because I actually think he does have quite a bit of loyalty. But for the majority of the NBA, like the Westbrooks, the Hardens, the... Durant's all these guys. Oh, they like, don't give a shit. <clears throat> they don't give a fuck. And and Kobe to me like really was one of the last guys who I, it's not even that he had loyalty to the Lakers, it's that he just made himself the Lakers. Like that's yeah. I think that was what was most special about that. And hockey players do it like like Sidney Crosby is the last one to do it in in hockey where he he made the Penguins Crosby. Like Crosby is the Penguins Penguins are the are Crosby. Or Capitals Ovechkin. Exactly. Like it happens a bit more in the NHL, which I actually really enjoy. It's happening a little less nowadays, but yeah, I, I just I, I think that's one of my favorite parts about sports is when like these guys for twenty years just like they, they tough out the bad times, they tough out the good times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and there you go. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think the loyalty is, yeah, like I, there's nothing better than seeing the guy get drafted to a sport, to any organization, and he stays there. You know, like, yeah. I think, you know, for me, like if we were to go into like baseball, for example, Mike Trout or Clayton Kershaw, um, you know, guys that like don't leave, like they yeah. do not leave uh, yeah. because of money, like they're always willing to like grind it out. And that's where I think it just, and complete side note. And I didn't, I wouldn't say I lost respect for the guy, but I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm like, I can see why he did it. But like John Tavares, dude, like yeah. I did it. You're from Toronto. You want to play for the hometown team. Um, but, you know, like, now look at New York, dude. Like, maybe if he's stuck in there, like, you know, you put totally. John Tavares back on the Islanders. Like, I'm not saying that they're a cup-contending team. Maybe Tavares actually is maybe, like, a bad luck charm for them. Maybe. But, you know, still an effective hockey player for sure. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I, I, I definitely agree with that because in the other circumstances where in the few that they've stayed, like the Steven Stamkos, all those rumors about him leaving, going, leaving, going. He ends up yeah. staying. They, you know, they they go. He gets injured a lot, but they go they go far in a lot of playoffs. They finally win the cup this last year. Like, yeah, just it, it pays off. In my, I think it's always a better move to stay with your team because you're just you're never as good on that second team as you were on the first team. I don't. Yeah. I just think that's a fact. I I think if McDavid left the Oilers and went somewhere else, I don't know if he'd be he'd be the same electric speed that he has. I don't know if he'd have the exact same impact because yeah. now you go to a new team and you're trying to figure out where you fit. The Taylor yeah. Hall thing, he has no idea what he is anymore. And I think the biggest thing is, as well, is like even not even like, I think you're, I think you're smart for talking about from a player standpoint, but also from a management standpoint. Like if Connor McDavid goes to Ken Holland in Edmonton and he's like, look, as long as you're here or as whoever the GM is of the Oilers, if, if McDavid walks up to the front office and is like, look, I'm going to commit to you for literally the rest of my hockey career, build around me. That is just one more piece that the Oilers do not ever have to worry about moving, right? They yeah. never had to worry about moving Crosby. The Caps never have to worry about moving Ovechkin because they're lifers. And they've made that very clear to the organization that they'll never leave. Whereas, yeah. You know, someone like Taylor Hall, I guess, who maybe isn't necessarily a generational talent. Because, I mean, all the players we just listed are, like, they're generational. Like, they're once-in-a-lifetime hockey players. Um, But, you know, like, those are, like, they're almost like bubble superstars. Like, they're above average, but they're not McDavid level. Which makes it kind of hard because the expectations, no matter where they go, are always going to be high. But, like, they're also not necessarily inexpendable like you can still trade them and it's not the biggest of deals yeah you know? absolutely and I, I think i i just I, I think that with even when players tend to leave their teams even like the not superstar one the, the not um <coughs> what do we call them generational players when they leave and come back to a different team they they eventually try to make it out there like the mika zabinajad he's a superstar yeah. And even when he's only been on two teams, he's now he's trying to make New York his. Like it's not like other sports where they really bounce around from team to team. It's just sure. now the new thing in in kind of hockey has been the the Henrik Lundqvist story. Like if you're a goalie, it's very hard to finish your career where you want because there's only one net and they can't keep a subpar goalie in there. And even even so with like yeah, yeah. even yeah, so true. with the rest the rest of the positions too. Like Big Z right now, it doesn't look like the Bruins are going to sign him. He probably wants to finish his career there, but he's also not done playing. Like, yeah, 
that's yeah. kind of what I think is going to happen a lot as we move forward. But um, it's not necessarily a bad thing in that sense. As long as they spend the majority of their career in one spot, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think as long as like, you know, the perfect example that I would say would be like a Jerome McGinley, you know, a yeah. guy with Calgary multiple times. But dude, like he went to L.A., he went to Pittsburgh, he went to Boston, he ended his career in Colorado, but he retired as a flame. Like he came back to, to where he was, to where he yeah. was and to where he knew that he was his best self. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that's what I like more about hockey because, like, you know, like when LeBron retires, dude, like, you know, where did he have success? He kind of had it everywhere, but like, where does he? What does he like the most? Does he like the Lakers because of Kobe? Does he like the Heat because they were dominant, or does he like the team that drafted him in Cleveland? You know, like, yeah. Never- and I, I think it's funny because if he wasn't from Ohio, I think this would be a. I think he's going to go back to Cleveland, but I think if he wasn't from Cleveland or Akron, Ohio, that it would be like a very interesting discussion, but yeah. I think it's, it just, le- I think it tilts it just one way. Yeah, for sure. But all right, anyway, we can move on. Um, last segment that we have the goats and votes boys. Goats and votes episode 99.1. This today's topic is breakfast. <laughs> I want to, see, that's, that's the shitty part about online. I want to see how long it would take you guys to do that. I was gonna say, I'm like, okay, Elijah. I'm like, did you cut out, or should I just jump in? Here? <laughs> he just for, he just forgot the topic. <laughs> no, I was looking right at it. I was, um, for, I was so gonna see a long time. So we should we should be clear. Uh, this is not necessarily. Josh, you're coming through a little quiet, buddy. Sorry, I, I my phone's almost dead, so I had to unplug my headset. So it, I'm on speaker basically. Um, so this isn't necessarily the like goats and votes of like what we like and dislike about breakfast it's like actual like items of oh. breakfast food. oh i'm the complete opposite i I'm did what everything I like and yeah i'm what i like and dislike about breakfast and i have like one actual breakfast item oh interesting okay well this is nice then because i went let's with roll all, with I, it. I like this i love how much we plan our topics i'm just gonna throw that out there i, I know it's, kind of it's, my, it's my favorite thing about this podcast <laughs> And we're and working with you too. Nice. Um, <laughs> who's so? Well, who started the uh, Ralph started the retro jerseys? Your last Ralph. I don't give a fuck, dude. Fired um, up. I think I'm first here. Goats and Wotes. So my first choice for the goat section is the fact that you can have sweet and savory options slash like having dessert for breakfast. The fact that you can eat cakes made in a pan and it's socially acceptable for breakfast. That's fucking sick. All right. All right, Dope. I like that. Um, for me, uh, I like how you can have breakfast at any time during the day. You can have Fuck it yeah. for lunch. You can have it for dinner. Eggs for dinner? That's crazy. Scrambled eggs, dude, for dinner? Oh, baby. All day long, boys. All day long. <laughs> have you guys seen the commercial for eggs when they're like, no, it's not. Your pants are crazy. Yeah, I love that commercial. <laughs> Dope. My Raph, you're up, buddy. Yeah. Fucking hollandaise sauce. I love hollandaise sauce. I don't know what the hell yeah. it is about it. I think it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. You're disgusting. Do you I know what it is? Fucking love it. Isn't it just like lemon and mayo or something like that? No, I think it's I think it's butter and egg white or egg yolks. There's something I citrusy think? in there too, isn't it? Yeah, there's definitely uh, a little citrusy in there. But hollandaise. I think- I think it's a big part egg yolk and butter. 
Uh, egg yolks, yolks, butter, salt, paprika, and pepper. <clears throat> Smart Elijah, chef man. Um, I thought it was my a little citrusy. Pick, Anyways, go on. Maybe. Uh, my next pick is going to breakfast after a night of drinking with the boys. Like, especially way back when you would like all crash <laughs> at the same house, and then everyone would wake up like so haggard, and you'd be like, "Yo, you want to go to Denny's?" <laughs> can, I, can I be? Can I be the first one to say that is the worst part of breakfast? No, that is that is the best part of breakfast. No, it dude. sucks so bad. Oh, what do you I would mean I would much rather go throw up like chicken wings and a fucking burger and fries than go to Denny's and vomit up like scrambled eggs and Four hash waters, browns. That table. Let's get That wasn't even the morning. That was jacks. that was at 4 a.m. None of us had slept yet. <laughs> I know. But there is okay. something about like actually waking up and like everyone is on the verge of hurling. And the other side of it is like you never planned to go to breakfast, and so it's like an added part to hanging out with your friends. It's so cute. Well, I think I think there's I kind of agree with both of you. Um, I agree with Raph in the sense of like the no matter where you go, the food's horrendous. Like it's Sucks. gonna make get like yeah, that's awful. gonna come out the front or the back, and there's like there's no stopping it. Yeah. Um, so I agree with that, but I also agree with Elijah. Like, dude, like breakfast is the time to like reflect on the yeah. that you made. Like, <laughs> yeah. Before. That's like when the phones come out and like yeah. everyone starts showing the videos or of just like what happened. <laughs> so um, funny. And everyone and everyone's just so like everyone's still a little buzzed from the night before. And then there's usually like one guy that like tries to like ask anyone if they also want a mimosa and then like yeah. fuck. It's like one guy still wants to keep going on the heater. But yeah, dude, that is the best part of breakfast. Room. That's the only reason yeah. I'd go out to breakfast after drinking. Are you, are you kidding? Yeah, I, I'm a Caesar guy. I would not fuck with the mimosa after a hangover, but I love sitting at a table of like five friends and looking around and knowing everyone is at an equal point of like being like disheveled, and like just, not like, in a good spot. Fun. I think the best part is, is like everyone actually like smells like shit. Like they yeah. don't like smell of like body odor. They just smell of like alcohol. And yeah. I'm like, like sometimes yeast. like a, sometimes like the Roxy as well like you just smell you smell like you've been fermenting in a room for the past 48 hours (laughs) which pretty much have been yeah (laughs) for the last 12 Um, uh josh is up next my turn uh next one is the omelets boys i'm a omelet guy yeah throw everything in there except for tomatoes but i love the cheese i love the green pepper i have the sausage the bacon Okay, I'm going to give you a couple options here. You give me the best omelet, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you the, like, uh, I don't think it's Southern, but, like, Mexicans kind of style omelet with, like, salsa, like, maybe a little Cajun chicken in there. Maybe not. I don't know if you're into chicken and eggs. Some people are, some people aren't. Um, The salsa is the big thing, though. Sour cream kind of thing. Or we'll go Greek, where we go, like, onions, mushrooms, feta kind of thing. Or, or are we going to like the American kind of like cheese, peppers, uh, what else? Bacon, mushrooms, bacon, sausage. ham, mushrooms. Yeah, let's do that. Which one? Oh, dude, the American one all day. The all American. Day. This guy's yeah. this guy's American. Yeah. Through and through. Dude, the the Greek one, like I like the mushrooms, and I don't mind spinach. But as soon as soon as you said feta, uh, no. Oh, I actually love food. feta in an omelet, dude. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Mm. Raph, what's good? Uh, my next one: the mm. smell of bacon in the morning. 
Yeah, in my opinion, when you wake up and you get out of your bedroom and you just smell bacon, yeah, there's nothing better. Agreed. Okay. All okay. my problems go that, away for like 30 seconds. It's weird. I'm actually not like a, a huge fan of bacon itself. It's just like yeah, not fine. the, the taste of it bacon. is kind of unsatisfying. The smell is unreal. I like, love the taste of it. I My thing is, though, it's like I like my bacon really crispy. I like it really soft. See, we're different like that. Yeah, soft just makes me, nah. I feel like bacon's one of those things that needs to be crispy, but I'm I'm my own man. Yeah, true. Uh, my last pick for the goat segment is going to be, it's my last pick, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the sampler at any restaurant you go to when they're like, when you can't figure out what you want and there's like, oh, don't worry about it. We've got an option where you literally get everything. That's like, how many times have we ordered that? Yeah, where it's just like the like fried eggs, potatoes, bread, like sausage, ham, whatever you get. Yeah. Like they, and sometimes they throw pancakes on the side too because they know you're fat fuck and you'll eat it all. <laughs> and, and you totally do every time. <laughs> so nasty, but we've all made that decision way too many times. So Elijah, you weren't there this uh this was maybe like I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago. So it's me, Jordan, Rap, and Bailey. Oh sick, dude. Thanks for the invite, fuckers. Yeah, I think you were at work. Um anyway, yeah, you didn't come out to up. hockey that day. Oh yeah. It was hockey. We went for a skate. So anyway, so we go for a skate and then we're like, okay, let's go to Richmond Center. But so I think Rap I think it was Rap that pitched breakfast. He's like, who wants to go for breakfast? So we go to IHOP. It's trash as usual. And our server called Bailey a simpleton, which is like <laughs> kind of offensive. But like, I'll give you the backstory. Like literally, so like we're going around the table. Jordan's like, uh, can I get like a water and a coffee with like cream and sugar on the side? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get like a water and a large chocolate milk. Raph gets a coffee and water, goes around full circle of Bailey. Bailey's the last one to order. Yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll just have water. She's just like, oh, water. wow, you're quite the... And uh, she's like, oh, wow, you're quite the simpleton, eh? And me, Raph, and Jordan are just <laughs> fucking dying. And like, she walks away. She walks away, and we're like... And I'm like, wait, I'm like, she didn't call you a simp. She called you a simpleton, which is basically yeah. like... Like, you know, I'm not going to say the word, but we all know what a simpleton is. Like, somebody's just... Yeah, like, it's one actually of, like, a pretty sl- derogatory word. But yeah. But yeah. I don't and think I, it's intended to be like that. And I died. And, like, Bailey's obviously, like, the smarter one out of the four of us. And we're all just, like, dying like the idiots that we are. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're a simpleton. <laughs> uh, I, I was, yeah, it was a good memory. Um, yeah. my, la- my last goat for this, uh, Captain Crunch. Uh, just a solid yeah. fucking cereal. Yeah. Um, it's my childhood we, cereal. Oh. Yeah, it was good. We 100% could do an entire goats and moats on cereal one day. Have we not done that already? I don't really eat cereal. I, I don't I think, think we, we have. Oh, I think we have, dude. Think I think so? we have. We did yeah. chocolate bars. No, I think, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we did. I think I said like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And, yeah. We're going to start keeping a list of this stuff. That's what, I was, that's what I'm saying, too. Yeah, we've, we're getting to that point. We've done so many of them. We don't remember what we did. It's actually nuts, though, when you think about how many goats and boats we've actually done. Like, we've done yeah. so many. It's uh, yeah. Are we gonna have a real sentimental moment here for the fans? No. Moment of silence. All right, my next yeah, one is. Uh, <laughs> uh, my next one is chocolate chip pancakes. Okay. In okay, my opinion, okay. like yeah. I will always there's there's two breakfast foods I will always look forward to, 
more than anything. One is chocolate chip pancakes. Two is eggs, Benny. Do you like uh, do you Those like blueberry pancakes or no? I hate blueberries actually, so I'm just gonna mm. write this off. It was like strawberry pancakes, like eh. Yeah, like, it'd be like it'd be but like my go to chocolate chocolate chip go to because I love chocolate. I will eat chocolate with. You yeah. know what? One thing I regret growing up being at IHOP, and you know how they had the like tray of four different syrups. Yeah, I like. I never ventured out. I only ever did the maple one. I kind of regret <laughs> that a little bit. Like I'm looking back, I'm like that that strawberry one is probably pretty good. Blueberry one is probably dynamite. It's kind of weird though because you're a really big condiment guy. Oh, I like, dude. I'll put rel- I'll put more relish in the hot dog itself. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> you, love, this guy, I love how much you love pickles. It's I think there, so there's weird. there's even a point where like, like I would probably if if it if the if I didn't think the bun setup was big enough to handle my relish, I would probably just like take a bite of the hot dog and then take a spoonful of relish. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty grody. Yeah, it's just different. I think different ways, different tips of the trick. No, I think it's still disgusting. All right, let's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who's next? Woats. Woats. You're fired. Woats. You ask uh, who's next every rotation. Well, just uh, yeah, almost every rotation. Um, <laughs> my first quote is uh, leaving enough time to make breakfast because that seems to be like literally getting out of Pan's labyrinth. Like I, I don't know how the fuck to do it. I wake up seven thirty, not enough time. Somehow I fumble fuck everything and I don't have enough time to make <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Uh, is so that because you fumble fuck off. everything or because you're poor with time management? Uh, I'm going to go with the like, second one. <laughs> the literally, ladder. <laughs> yeah, the ladder. Literally just it's impossible. I, I have all the ingredients, just can't do it. I've even thought about meal prep in my breakfast, as gross as that is. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Hmm? Interesting. Um, my next one, uh, or my first one, I should say, mini weeds. You don't uh, like them? Ooh. They are great. Oh, no, 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 I didn't say I didn't like them. I'm just saying they're the worst because of the consistency. Like, you have what? probably a good five minutes to eat a whole bowl of mini wheats, or you're <laughs> fucking sucking on like a raw goddamn hay bale. Like, it's just like a soaked hay bale. Dude, they're like, I, it. It is, I love it when it gets a bit wet, too, when it's big. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, no, but there's, but that's the thing. Like, that's where I agree. Like there is a certain point where mini wheats are almost too crunchy. Like yeah. if you eat like a okay. raw mini wheat with no milk in it, like you're no a cereal bueno. killer. Yeah. And I mean that as a pun intended, by the way, you're a cereal killer. Anyway, Dude, um, one day joke. we should, we should make a chart of all cereals and where it is in their prime <laughs> to eat them. Like how much time in the bowl, We're just like how much power time? ranking of cereals, yeah, not even a power list of cereals, but like, but like a like a progression chart of like which cereal tastes the best with like the milk just hitting it, and which cereal takes the longest for the milk to like soak it in before it tastes the best, and then everything in okay. between. Okay, I, <laughs> I think I think you might have to. I um, you, I think you might need to give me my hundred dollars. Boys, we're, we're we're going shopping. <laughs> no, but yeah, so yeah, mini wheats. It's just like you have like a three minute window. You have one hundred and eighty seconds to down that thing. And that's it. GG. They're so good though. The fr- like the like the like the the fucking solid layer of frosting on top of them is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like good. the best. What about sickos that eat just the plain ones? Oh, you're what do you mean? Bailey seems like, like with, you do that. Like, wait, like without the frosting? Simpleton. Yeah, like any flavor on it. Oh, I didn't even know they made those, dude. I, I imagine, mean, I always, I, I, I always I go, confirm, I always go I, for the junky cereals, so I don't, yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Okay. My okay. next, uh, uh, my next bit: early mornings. Yeah, 
As long if uh, for it to be a legitimate breakfast, I feel like you have to be awake before what? What would you guys say? Like eleven, ten in the morning? You have to be you have to be eating before eleven. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, fuck and that. honestly, we might we're getting older. Guys. We might even have to say ten, dude. Like the continental breakfast lays down the law pretty simple. They're like, hey, you know what? Get here by this time, or you ain't fucking eating. Yeah, like that's. I always think that's pretty bad. This is this is why every time we drink. And then we wake up in the morning, and you guys are like, hey, we're going for breakfast. Raph, you want to come? It's like 9.30 in the morning. I'm like, fuck that. I'm driving home. I'm going back to bed. You guys can go for breakfast. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and then you always end up coming somehow and just being somewhat miserable, but also for the both. Somewhat, somewhat miserable. very miserable. Completely yeah. miserable the whole time. Are you joking? I'm going to grab my yeah, mimosa you know, at the table. <laughs> but, but you know what, though? I do agree. Like When people have like big breakfasts, at like 8 a.m i'm like you're fucking weird dude yeah like i have like if it's anything before like 9 30 i'm doing like bowl of cereal and that's it like if you make me eat eggs before 9 30 those eggs are going to be up just as fast as you made them the scramble <laughs> takes around like two minutes like that is grody um that's so weird having I love said that somewhere. though Having said that, though, like the Continental, like what Elijah's saying, it's like, dude, like you have to be here for 10 a.m. Otherwise, you're not eating. Like I have. <laughs> I think it's like, usually like 9 a.m. But I think like 10 a.m. Like that is the earliest I can do like a, a big breakfast, like where I'm actually like mounting on sausage and, and eggs and, and all that shit. Uh, if it's anywhere before that, I'm like, I can't be bothered to eat anything. I hate breakfast early like early breakfast not a fan yeah all right my next pick uh is raffle's turn right or no it's my turn because oh josh is talking that's why you fucked me up you just gotta uh, like pay attention like a little bit just a little uh, not even more just from a little you? to begin with what Are you sure about that coming from you dude i'm fucking texting right now and at least i know what the order is yeah, so there you go. Paying attention. Yeah, totally. Um, so next pick is going to be... Wait, it's Josh's turn. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, people that don't know how to cook eggs. Uh, I think I'm the best cooker of eggs in the world. Even Gordon Ramsay, I watch his videos. I don't think they're very legit or very logical at all. Uh, I bet I can make some pretty damn good eggs. Um, even my girlfriend and I, as much as we butt heads, she did admit the other day when I showed her how I make eggs, she was like, damn. That's good. The The perks of me making eggs, the pan does not have like, what's it like pretty much like caked on egg on it. You know when that happens? Yeah. My, my pan does not have that. Uh, big pieces of egg in there in the scrambled eggs. It's just, it's dynamite. I, I really have a hard time explaining it to you. I just have to show you one day. Okay. I like that. Um, I've had your past before, so I'll take your word for it on the eggs as well. Sick. Um, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I got you. Uh, my next quote, boys, is fucking speaking of eggs, dude, poached. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, he does not look like a poached egg. I'm going to fucking gag, dude. Eggs, there's only two ways to cook them. Don't change my mind. It's scrambled or over easy or get the fuck out of my face. That's so weird that you like over no easy s- eggs, but you don't like poached eggs. It's just the texture of like the white part, dude. Ugh. That's what gets you. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's gross. Even Hard when you boiled, cover holidays, you can't tell. I hate holidays. I'm sorry. Uh, see, you're so handicapping good. yourself, dude. No, I can't. I can't do oh, it, dude. Man, tough yeah. life you live. Tough life. Okay, if we're yeah. keeping this whole egg train going here, my woats, all eggs except for poached eggs. 
<laughs> are you just doing that to spite me? No, hundred percent. I have it. I have it written down. I hate scrambled eggs. I hate, not a big fan of boiled eggs or hard boiled eggs. Sorry, dude. Going hard crazy. boiled. Eh. No, hard can't boiled. do it. Can't. Disgusting. Poached. I can poached throw only. back hard boiled eggs. Nice like little soft medium. Tips, Some hollandaise oh, sauce. God. We're set. Dude, I can't do hard boiled. Man, there were always kids. My dad was one of them that would like come to school and they had fucking eggs. Yeah. Like, I would, I would a, never do that, but like I in my at my mom's house, she has some like usually cooked in the fridge. Uh, like I usually do, I sometimes do that at home. I'll just have some in the fridge and crack one open for breakfast. That's the cool thing is like you get if you pre cook them and just have them in the morning, you can have like two eggs for breakfast within thirty seconds. Don't yeah, sick. true. That's the very benefit. true. It's convenient, definitely. It is. It's what it is. Yeah. Um, all right. What's uh, what's happening here? The last pick is gonna have to be. I've got three pretty good ones left. Um, gonna have I'm gonna, to pick I'm gonna, one. I'm gonna choose. Uh, it's where the dish pile begins. Uh, if you're a sane person, you wake up to a clean kitchen. Uh, usually after breakfast, there's like a decent amount of dishes created, and the last thing I want to do is wake up and start doing dishes. So uh, that's just an unfortunate part of where I spiral out of control into a messy kitchen by the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> usually a couple pans in there, a nice whisked egg bowl. Uh, a knife that has avocado on it that, well, if you don't rinse it right away, is a bitch to clean. Uh, hmm. Yeah, M- many different aspects of that. Okay. Um, my last one, I'm kind of torn right now. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, man, I've got three. You know what? I'll probably say all three. I'm not, I don't need to talk about either one. I just hate all of them. Uh, pancakes is one. Hate them. Uh, I'm gonna oh go with God, another. You're losing c- so many points right now. I'm gonna go with another cereal. Uh, Rice Krispies, worst cereal. Uh, aside from mini wheats, like Rice Krispies, dude, you literally have like two seconds to eat those. They're I don't even know. Like Rice Cris- I don't even know if Rice Krispies like is intended to be a cereal. Like I know it comes in a cereal box and everything, but like, but- what is it supposed to be? Like, I feel yeah. like it's more of a cooking thing, if anything. Yeah, like it's for baking, like just making your own your homemade Rice Krispies. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, mean, like, I don't really know what they're thinking. So Rice Krispie and then like two crunchy toast, dude. I like my toast like a soft golden brown and yeah. nothing else. Like if it's too crunchy, like the middle, like you know what the crust is going to be like and it's going to be fucking awful. So those are my three. Uh, my honorable mention for the goats, crepe smoothies, and berries. Those are my honorable mentions. Crepe smoothies, berries, yeah. Those are all just very good. Uh, mm-hmm. One day, also, we can do the goats and boats of breads, types of breads. Uh, I think is, there's definitely tons out there. Italian Another herbs and cheese. The marble rye. The, marble <laughs> the rye. rye. You'll beg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow, I have some honorable mentions. I was going to write down the uh, bananas as a woat. Can uh, I? And the, pr- and the price dude, of a Dude, Raph hasn't gone yet, dude. Oh, why are you saying you're fucking woke? Why do you then? always Actually, fuck it up like this, up. Elijah? Why do you always suck at this? Is the order, dude. Come on. Dude, it's literally Josh that's that started this. He rolled the snowball down the mountain. Josh didn't do off. anything. Josh He's didn't do anything. He fucking listed off his last No, he didn't. Votes. Anyways, my <laughs> my last Shane, one is... back me with this one, Shane. Thanks, buddy. Hell. Uh, my last one, rest, breakfast restaurants. I hate them, first off. Second, they're always way too busy for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to wake up early. If I wake up early, I think go to the fucking restaurant and stand there and wait in line for like 15, 20 minutes just to get a table. I'd rather just like walk right in. You uh, know what I mean? What, uh, like busiest yep. day of the year. Let's say like 
what what's the busiest breakfast day of the year? The like, day after Halloween, probably. Nah, dude. That's a good nah, one. dude. Like Easter? New, new, no, New Year's Day. No, the New Year's Day. day. Uh, true. They might be closed. No, dude. Uh, no chance. Fourth the of day July? after St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's, let's just say the Sunday after, or like Super the Sunday Bowl. of, let's say the Sunday of a long weekend. And what time do you think you have to show up to guarantee you're not, you're not waiting? Like right at open? Or do you think like eight thirty after think, Super Bowl you Sunday? You think after Super Bowl Sunday is bigger, busier okay, than after St. Patrick's Day? Let's let's just go for a typical Sunday morning. Typical Sunday morning. Do you think you're waiting you a half hour to forty five minutes? Really? If you show up at eight thirty? Yes. Oh man, that's fucked. Okay, that's it then. My last quote, by the way, that I, my honorable mention before they cut me off was oh "Price of latte." It fucking sucks. Uh, don't yeah. order a freaking latte. Order something else. Uh, no, I'm bougie. Gotta oh, have man. it. Uh, all right. Episode 99.1 in the books. We will continue to be doing uh, protesting the the lockdown. Not for what it actually means, but for what it affects sticking ring for. Um, we're just standing up for for the union that is our uh, our fans. Just doing the work. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> all right, guys. Peace. Peace. Oh, harder, baby.